0: Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, the weekly challenge small business podcast for small business owners
1: by small business owners.
0: I'm Alex Vasquez.
1: And I'm Natalie McLeese.
0: And we welcome you on this uproarious and insightful ride through the space of podcastery.
1: Hmm. I feel like we're in a Hendrix gin commercial.
0: I haven't seen a Hendrix gin commercial in a long time. Although I should tell you, Hendrix gin is one of my favorite gins. And when people don't know what to buy me for my birthday, you know what they buy me?
1: Hendrix gin.
0: Hendrix gin. You know how many bottles I have? How many? Eight.
1: Do you know that one of my most favorite cocktail discoveries is a Hendrix gimlet?
0: Yeah, that's a classic drink right there.
1: I know. And when you order it in bars, sometimes the bartender is like, oh, a gimlet. Yeah, Hendrix gimlet.
0: By the way, Hendrix did not sponsor this podcast.
1: No, we just love Hendrix gin.
0: Are we going to, like, at them on Twitter or something like that?
1: I think we should. Maybe they'll send us free gin. Oh, well,
0: I do need more bottles.
1: You already have eight. I only have, like, a quarter of a bottle.
0: Do you just drink straight from the bottle? <laughs>
1: yeah, I just... It's really good.
0: It's really good. I think we have a bit of house cleaning to do before we get into last week's challenge.
1: Housekeeping.
0: Dear listeners, I failed to do a challenge.
1: And you weren't even in the hospital.
0: I don't know why that matters. (laughs) Look, the way it is is you did I mean,
1: I'm glad you weren't in the hospital.
0: We're not going to do sympathy for you. You Look, you kind of sort of went to the hospital once. You didn't do the challenge. But ultimately, it doesn't matter that you're at the hospital. What mattered is you didn't do the challenge. I know. And you baked me fresh cookies. I did. And they were delicious. Thank you. They tasted like they were baked previously in the day. They were. Makes sense. So our tradition around here is that if you don't do a challenge... Then um, the other host gets cookies. So Natalie gets cookies.
1: I get cookies.
0: I have to tell you, I did not bake these myself. What? But I called a little bakery just down the road from me.
1: A small business bakery? A
0: small business bakery, actually. And and I asked them, hey, do you have peanut butter cookies? And the lady said no. And I said can I make a special request? I ended up talking to the owner of the shop. I said, look, you probably don't get these often, but is there any chance that you can make peanut butter cookies tomorrow? And she said, you know, we don't normally take requests, but how many are you going to buy? I said, as many as you think would, be, would make it worth it. She said, would you be willing to buy 12? I said, yes, I'll buy 12 and more. And I did buy more. The cookies that you have were freshly made today, and because I requested them, they were peanut butter cookies.
1: Well, thank you.
0: You're very welcome. And uh, as much as I hate admitting defeats, well, I'm not going to admit defeat. I'm just going to admit that I didn't win.
1: You just didn't do the challenge yet.
0: It's not that I didn't do the challenge. It's that I I succeeded without trying.
1: You might have to explain that.
0: I don't think so. So I think we're just going to say that I succeeded without trying and just call it a day. And you enjoy your cookies because I'm going to enjoy your cookies too. Okay. Okay. I can tell that you If I
1: decide to share them with you.
0: Ooh, that's cold. Why would you do
1: that? Because you sure didn't share those cookies I made you with me.
0: Yeah, I did. You gave them to me. You said, here, take them.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Did you offer one to me? Yes. No.
0: Wow, what a, <laughs> what a shitty friend I am.
1: What a horrible person you are.
0: <laughs> That's just what I was thinking. Well, you know what? Now I'm not going to feel so bad when I take your cookies. Oh, no. By the way, I may have given away a couple of your cookies. <gasps> what? There, there were a lot of cookies, and there were a couple people Who were very sad, and I offered them cookies, and it made their days better.
1: I could see that. Okay. Okay. Acceptable.
0: Acceptable. So
1: I may have given a couple of your cookies to Nathan.
0: I don't like that guy. Yeah. Nathan, if you're listening to this, I don't like you. Alex? I'm just kidding. I like you a lot. (laughs) Okay, look, we're getting off on the wrong foot here. I lost. I accept. Please have these cookies.
1: Thank you for the cookies.
0: All right. Um, you'll Thank have you for to. for
1: making sure they were peanut butter.
0: Yes. And you'll have to let social media know what you thought of them. I will. With last week's challenge, uh, we basically had to come up with a plan. Yeah. Like a, a plan to kind of decompress, to remove stress. To get out of our environments when we do get stressed out, when we get kind of burned out, or having a
1: bad day, having
0: a bad day, a bad week, just take like making a plan to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, did you do it?
1: I did do it. Did you? I did. Nobody gets cookies.
0: Nobody gets cookies this time. Tell me about what you did.
1: So, my plan: the next time I'm having a crappy day or a frustrating day. Or if something just doesn't go the way I wanted it to, here's my plan. I'm going to step away from my desk, take some deep breaths, calm down, dance around for a few songs to some loud music. And then from there, I'll decide what other self-care things I need. Might need to take a shower, might need to drink a big glass of water, might need to have a healthy snack, might need to meditate. Whatever it is from that little list. I'll do whatever needs to be done and then go back to work. Refreshed, less anxious, less sad, less frustrated.
0: Okay. Sounds pretty good. Yeah? Have you had to use it yet?
1: I have not had to use it yet. Well. And I mean, really, let's hope we never do, but that's not realistic. Well,
0: you know what? I think maybe I think maybe it is a good time to, you know, like to to bail. Early, you know, even maybe if you're not necessarily stressed, you know, to because I, I feel like in addition to stressful days, like sometimes maybe you're just scatterbrained. You don't know what to do, you know, like, That's you, true. You, There's you know, days where
1: things aren't necessarily going bad, but you're just not in the right mindset. Right. Yeah.
0: And I think that the more time you spend behind the computer or doing whatever it is that you're doing without that focus, like that time is wasted. So, you know, I think that there's times where, you know, you're just like, you know what? I'm not being productive right now. It's
1: just not happening today.
0: Yeah. So take a break. Get out. Yeah. So uh, I have a little bit of escape plan myself.
1: An escape plan?
0: That's what I called it. Uh, Okay, that's fun. So I took out my little note writing app called Standard Notes.
1: I've never heard of it.
0: It's open source, cross platform. Very badass. You can export your Evernote things into it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty darn cool. I really like what they're doing with it. But that's all I'm going to say about it. So standard notes. So uh, that's, that's a cheap plug for them. I went into uh, standard notes and I just jotted down a few things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But so one of the first things is to get out of the house, to just get up, get out.
1: Change of scenery.
0: Get up, get out. Uh, There is a park that I like to go to, so I put down that I'm just going to drive over to Lacey Park, which is, you know, it's not super close to where I live, but I just like that park. Mm -hmm. It's nice. It's big. Uh, If I want to run laps around it, I can. But I actually did use this, though.
1: Oh, you had to use it this week?
0: I did, because I've been kind of stressed out. Yeah. I did just that, but I also phoned a friend. So I called a friend to see if she wanted to throw the Frisbee in the park, and she did. I played Frisbee in the park this week, and it was very much needed, and it was very relaxing. So, you know, for me, it's the things that tend to help ground me are a little more rigorous, like, you know, running or things like that, or, you know, maybe lifting weights or something like that. For me, the the thing that I would most likely do repeatedly is just go to the park and take a walk a- around the park or maybe take a run around the park.
1: Yeah, see, I have dancing.
0: Well, and you've got dancing, and you can you can dance all you want. I mean, it, so this week's challenge was kind of a, I'm going to call it a little bit of a softball, but it's an essential one, though.
1: I think it's important to have a plan for when things aren't going right. Because I think otherwise you just get really discouraged and you feel like you're alone and you're not really sure what to do when things are all messed up. So I think it's really helpful to have a plan in place for what you're going to do when things aren't going
0: right. Do you think that sometimes there's, it's an issue of not being able to recognize? when that time is when you should get up and step away. Like, I think for me, sometimes I just try to grind through a problem rather than getting up and getting out. And it's not until I'm at, like, a breaking point where I actually do something about it.
1: Yeah, I usually wait until I'm about two minutes from throwing my computer out the window.
0: That's hilarious.
1: So on days when I work with Nathan, he and I are really good at recognizing in each other when it's time to step away. And I'll be like, Nathan, you need to you need to go get on your treadmill. You need to not be sitting in front of the computer right now. Yeah. And, like, I'll make him go do something. And he'll do the same thing for me. Like, you know what? You need to take a break right now.
0: And I think it's really easy, especially when you do work for yourself and you're by yourself, to just kind of grind and grind and grind and grind. It can be possibly is a challenge to to recognize that you need to step away. But... You know, like it doesn't have to be anything super grand, it just like get up, get out of the place, and walk around the block.
1: Yeah. It It could could be be as simple simple. as that
0: too. And you know, I've done that too, and not realizing that I already was kind of engaging in an escape plan. That's what I call it. I think that's what we should call it. Your escape plan.
1: Okay. Escape plan it is.
0: Yeah, your your workday escape plan. Okay, we can mark this challenge squashed. Kaching. Kaching. Done. Do ch If we ever make an app, that's going to be the sound effect. I will do all the sound effects. (laughs) We talked a little bit about a challenge for this week. I'm going to start off with this challenge by kind of prefacing it with a bit of a story. Well, not really a story, but a concern.
1: You have a concern?
0: Well, it's a concern about, well, I guess about my business and about what I'm doing. And with the agency type work that I do... It's easy to get stagnant especially if you're not if you're not engaging in the strategic in the strategic part of your business if you're always tactical it, it makes it difficult to to know what your vision is to know what you're working toward like you're putting in all this work but then you're like why am I doing this you know like what are my goals what's the vision what am i doing 2 years out 3 years out and when i started this year i knew that i wanted to get products out and You know, I didn't know why. I mean, I was just like, products just because products. Mm -hmm. And so I've got one product out there that has gotten me a few sales. I've got another one coming. And I'm not expecting it to make a lot of sales, Mm -hmm. actually. Uh, Very few, in fact. But that one's going to come out next week, hopefully. Okay. I guess with with that jumble, jumble, those jumbled thoughts, the... The concern that I have is, like, with all the work that I'm doing, I feel like I don't have direction. And, like, it's on me to f- have that direction, like, to to set the vision forth. Like, I, I just don't know where to take things. I have ideas. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're good ideas. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want to bounce them off of other colleagues or friends who know me because, you know, like, it may not be an objective bit of feedback. Okay. So I want to talk to someone who has alternate perspective, maybe from a different field of business, you know, a different perspective, different education around business who I can talk to about this stuff. All right. So I think the challenge is finding and, and engaging with a, a mentor, a mentor, a business coach, or, or someone like that, someone who you respect, who you can contact and say, Hey, can I talk to you about my business, or can I talk to you about these business ideas that I have? And you know, try to see if you can establish like a relationship or something like that, where you know maybe you talk to this person once every you know quarter or something like that, and you just go over the business or or something along those lines. Like so, just finding a coach or a mentor or or, or some combination there therein. That's the challenge.
1: Yeah, finding some kind of help with your business.
0: Again, because when you're when you're working in your business, you're not working on your business. Exactly. So I think that there's a lot of like there there's a lot of potential benefits there that, that I think are worth pursuing, you know, which is why we should go after a mentor. And, you know, I can cover some of that. But have you ever worked with like a coach or a mentor or anything like that, Nat?
1: I have a few times. I engaged a life coach last year. Well, she was a career and business coach last year to help get clear on some things that I was thinking about with my business. And I think that that was helpful, but I think I should have that help on a more regular basis.
0: Yeah. And how, how what, what does a regular interval look like to you?
1: I think I would ideally have somebody I can meet with about once a month.
0: Okay. Once a month. Yeah. Okay. That I would say for, well, there, and there's no right answer here. I don't think for me, I'd probably be looking like once a quarter, just have a, a vision for things that I, anyway, I don't want to get into this whole <laughs> like vision for X number of months ahead of time. Cause you know, I know some people who do that like two or three years ahead. yeah Um, but you know, for, for me, well, I know that, you know, just finding like a, like someone who specializes in coaching or just a mentor like they can they can be great sounding boards you know and because you know perhaps these people have a lot more experience you know being an entrepreneur and they can lend you some of their own insights from you know things where they failed and you know kind of give you some insight into you know things that you should watch out for but you know just is having a soundboard you know like for them, they're not in your network. They're not in your community. So, you know, there's not going to be that kind of potential rumor mill. Like, oh, did you hear what Natalie's doing? <laughs> you know, like she's building this awful plugin that does this thing. Hey. And look, I'm not saying you're actually doing it. <laughs> look, you're an award-winning plugin developer. Exactly. So, two years in a row now.
1: Two years in a row. Uh,
0: so, but uh, but I think that... But being able to have that guidance, that sort of feedback is invaluable, especially when it comes from outside of your uh, network.
1: Yeah, someone who can be objective.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And someone who can point out the things that you're ignoring that you shouldn't be.
0: Right, right. And I, I think, you know, the other... So, you know, just as a sounding board... Uh, bouncing ideas off of, you know, I know I have like three or four different things that I would really like to work on. Mm-hmm. I don't know how valuable or valid the ideas are. And, you know, there, there's ways to kind of vet that with, with, you know, a minimal set of resources. I, I think just having someone there who is not familiar with my industry would have valuable insight potentially. And say, well, you know, have you thought about doing something like this? Or mm-hmm. you, like they, they can just give me different insight. And you know, it's not like they're going to have all the answers, right? But they can objectively, you know, review my ideas, or they can look at my processes even, and and give me some insight about but how to improve or those.
1: Sometimes even just ask you pointed questions that lead you to answering your own questions.
0: That sound it, that would have to be a really wise person. <laughs>
1: But sometimes that's all it takes.
0: Yeah, it's um, no, I think it's I I think these are important things. And,
1: you know, the other thing,
0: too, I think is important is, um, you know, coaches or mentors can help you be accountable. So I think they can help make sure that you stay on task like you stay true to your own commitments if you tell your mentor, like, hey, you know, here's the things that I'm going to try, or you know, they recommend to you, well, here's what I recommend. You know, like, get an idea of what your break even, you know, revenue is month to month, and then figure out these other two numbers. Then they can come back and say, well, did you figure these things out? Because certain information will help help determine what you can or can't do, you know, further down the road, and. What else you might have to do to plan for certain initiatives, you know, certain business initiatives.
1: Or just being an accountability partner, which is kind of what you and I are doing for each other with this podcast.
0: It is. It it totally is. And, you know, like you and I have had a lot of good back and forth on this. And, you know, having having this podcast has helped a lot, you know, like just taking vacations or just doing little things that overall, you know, have made my business just a little bit better. You know, Mm -hmm. it's made things more consistent, Uh, you know, like bringing my branding together, updating my branding, all of that stuff has come from this podcast, which is not really, you know, being a mentor, but but like you said, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're kind of accountable to one accountability
1: another. Partner. Yeah, we're
0: accountable to each other and to our audience.
1: So if a listener goes out and finds themselves just another business owner and they just act as each other's accountability partners, are we counting that toward this challenge? No. No? I'm kidding. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I think I would count that because that's helped with your business.
0: Yeah, it's one thing to have an accountability partner to, to find someone who can, who, who we can bounce ideas off, who can kind of give us an evaluation from, from outside the box. But I think that sometimes you have conversations with people and through that dialogue. And as you said, you know, maybe even the questions that they ask, but you know, it could just be through dialogue that, you know, they help connect you to another idea. Yeah. You know, like an idea that you hadn't thought about a a possibility or something. Or they uncover a need that you can service. And Mm -hmm. you're like, well, shh. I I didn't know I could do that.
1: Yeah, they can help draw stuff out that you don't even know is in your little brain.
0: My brain is very little. Why'd you have to bring that up?
1: I couldn't help it.
0: You know what? I'm going to take those cookies.
1: You can't have my cookies.
0: (sighs) We'll see about that. Okay, so I think with, with trying to find a mentor... Or a coach or something. I don't have any reason for saying this. My my gut instinct, for myself at least, is to find someone outside of my community. Someone okay. who, maybe they know who I am, but their business is not in the same field.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: Or, you know, just like doing a search. Like actually just looking for a business coach. You know, hopefully they're not $10,000 an hour or whatever.
1: Or if they are, they're worth it.
0: Or if they are... Are they worth it you know there there's a life coach who would come to my come to my WordPress meetup and she was charging like around fifteen hundred an hour a mm-hmm. uh, pretty good rate, but I mean she was book solid you know she was very deliberate in her question asking like there so it, it was clear that she had the training and the knowledge, or at least that's how it seemed to me, so she she carried herself very well. We could look on LinkedIn or ping our networks and say, hey, I'm looking for a business coach. Who do we know?
1: I know I belong to um, an online network for women entrepreneurs. There's a lot of business coaches in there, a lot of business coaches and life coaches and relationship coaches and things like that. I think just doing a Google search can sometimes bring back somebody. You can look for somebody local. You could go to a storefront, which is what I did. I found somebody who had an office here, and I could go in. But really, this is something you could do online. You could talk with somebody anywhere in the world, really. Yeah.
0: And, Um, yeah, you don't have to do it in person. You can do a Skype call, something like that.
1: For people who don't really have a budget right now in their business, there's places where you can get free help.
0: I wonder what such places (laughs) exist.
1: I wonder what it could be.
0: As I mentioned on a few uh, other episodes, you know, I, I volunteer at the Small Business Development Center, also known as the SBDC. Mm-hmm. And a lot of business owners come there uh, to get advice on their, on their business's finances, on budgeting, creating business plans, help with acquisitions, getting fi- uh, financing. And for the part that I handle, you know, I, I work with folks on digital marketing and strategy. That's, that's what I deal with. And it's all free.
1: Well, we're all paying for it in our tax dollars.
0: We're, we're <laughs> yes, we're, we're paying for it out of our tax dollars, but it is a free service for people who come in. And
1: yes, you you're know, paying for it already. You might as well use it.
0: Yeah, and the SBDC has a nationwide network. There may not be one super close to where you live, but you know, in the show notes, we'll post a link to where you can find an SBDC near you.
1: And then there's also an organization called SCORE.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, SCORE.
1: And that is free to use, and they've, they're they all over the country as well. And they will pair you up. Is it it's retired entrepreneurs?
0: I believe so. That it's re- volunteer their time? Yeah, it, it's retired entrepreneurs mostly, I believe, that offer their time.
1: Yeah, to help younger business owners no. get their businesses up and running or growing or whatever you need. Yeah. And that is free.
0: Yeah, so SCORE and the SBDC, will link to those in our resources uh, so that you can find an organization that's that's near you, conveniently mm-hmm. located.
1: Conveniently located near you.
0: That's right. Like a good neighbor, stay over there.
1: That's not the right, song.
0: Oh, sorry. What else should we cover here?
1: Well, you haven't. I you've hired a coach for your business in the past. But we didn't talk about that at all. How was that experience for you?
0: Well, so I think that I wouldn't say he was so much a business coach. I mean, the thing is, is like he he helps a lot of you know business owners like C-level folks like, uh, you know, CEOs or, or, or you know, just high ranking executives. And, you know, this is someone who I've known for a long time. But, you know, I hired him and he did some coaching with me. I would say that the coaching that we did wasn't necessarily business like because, you know, I'm a small business owner. You know, there's only a few people I have working with me. And, you know, he's dealing with people who, you know, know, manage companies with thousands of people, hundreds of people. So I think the scale was just a little bit different. So the, the, the type of coaching I got from him was more just kind of interpersonal, checking in with yourself. Aww. Well, how are you doing? You know, like he would get me to ask real, myself like really insightful questions about why I was doing the things that I was doing and, you know, just ways to get unstuck and what have you. And there was a lot of value to it. For myself, I wanted something that was a little more, you know, targeted or or catered toward the business owner side of things like... What can I do to kind of move this business along? You know, th- does that make sense? I mean, yeah, so the coaching was more of more of a personal type thing. And I think it's just because there was, you know, just some unfamiliar territory with, mm-hmm. you know, the type of business that I do have. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's still a small business. And, you know, I, I think lifestyle business is the, the common term that's applied to to what I think you and I have.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I'm happy with the lifestyle I have, but I think I would love to find some direction Mm -hmm. and just be able to create like a solid vision with steps to get to where it is that I want to go. Like set set the tone, set the goals, and then just set the roadmap. Like everything should have an objective.
1: That makes sense.
0: I feel like last year you, or maybe it was earlier this year, you, you talked to a coach too.
1: It was last summer. Okay. About a year ago.
0: That was kind of business-related, wasn't it? It
1: was, yeah. yeah. I had been thinking of taking my business in a different direction, so I talked to somebody to, I guess, kind of work out how practical that was and how I might go about it, you know, working out things like that.
0: So I don't think I've ever talked to you about, like, what the outcome of that was because I know that there's a few sessions there. Do you feel that when you talk to the coach, what was the impact to your business, if if anything? And yeah, so let, let's start with that.
1: So I think for this case, I did do a lot of thinking about basically planning a new business, kind of taking a, a whole new direction with things. I I got a lot of thinking done and some planning and things like that, but I I. I think that I overall didn't hire the right coach for what I wanted at the time. No. The coach that I hired, I think, was very much focused on kind of accountability and executing a plan. And I needed a coach who was more focused on making the plan and exploring all the different options. Yeah. I overall, I kind of felt like I was rushed to a plan so that we could start executing it because that was her specialty. But what I was really looking for is somebody to help me explore a bunch of different options. So that might be what I focus more on this time is finding somebody to kind of help me identify a purpose um, or a potential new direction instead of jumping right to we kind of did just jump right to executing on the first thing that came up. (laughs) Right. Because I think that, you know, that's what her specialty was.
0: And I, I think that you know that that brings up a good point. Like when you're looking for a mentor, like a mentor can be a little more loose. Mm-hmm. Like a me- you you can have both a mentor and a coach. I think you know maybe the goals that you have with your mentor are are a little more loose than say a business coach because you know maybe you know business coach is definitely there to do that thing. So I think that. With anything that you do, with anything that you buy, like they're selling a service and they're selling a product. What you and I sell, people aren't just buying websites from us. They're not just buying email marketing from me. They're buying an outcome, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, you know, that, that's something that we always hear. You know, with a business coach, you know, there's, there's an outcome that they're selling. And that outcome is probably like a goal that's achieved or, or something along those lines or helping you identify what those markers are. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to, when you go and engage a coach to know what those goals are. You know, for me, I say, well, you know, I'd like to have a strategic vision, which is great, but that's super broad, right? right. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what does that actually mean? And if I define this vision will i be happy with you know the coaching session i had maybe maybe not but you don't just do something to do it like it has to that vision has to it doesn't necessarily have to help you make money per se mm-hmm. but it it should achieve something that that's nagging you now mm-hmm. and i think like setting a vision and whatnot like a mission like those can be different things but like if you're going to engage a coach I think it's like, well, I want to increase profitability, Um, you know, I want to cut my costs or, you know, I just want to scale, you know, I want to scale my business and I want to figure out like good ways to do that. So that's so just being very goal oriented or process oriented with a coach and, you know, maybe a mentor. I, I think of mentors and coaches differently and I don't know if that's right or not.
1: No, I think they're right. Coaches and mentors fill different roles. And then there's an additional role that, you know, often we talked about called a sponsor, which is something else entirely. Well,
0: you know, and I think with, like, maybe a mentor, you know, maybe it is someone in your own industry, but, you know, whatever. But, you know, someone who's kind of been there, done it, seen it, who has more experience than you, preferably. You know, someone who can just kind of, again, be that sounding board, uh, that person kind of help with the idea side of things.
1: But there's so, reverse mentors, too.
0: Reverse mentors. The hell you say.
1: That's where maybe an older business person will have a young younger person as a mentor to help them learn technology and social media and things like that. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: That's still kind of mentorship.
1: Oh, no, it definitely is. But it's often called reverse mentorship, I think, just because of the ages being switched around from what they would typically be.
0: That annoys me. You know what? It, I'm annoyed by that because, you know, like, it. anyway, I'm not going to get on my soapbox over that. But you so, could
1: also set up, like, a reciprocal mentorship. Sure. With somebody else, you know, maybe somebody else has really great business skills, but you have really great social media skills or whatever it is.
0: Right, and doing a trade.
1: And you could just trade.
0: Yeah, you know, there's, there's a guy I know who has a personal training business, and he, like... From just a technical standpoint, like he really understands human physiology, like mm-hmm. he, he under, like he can look at your movements and tell if you're like favoring a certain part of your body and he can diagnose that like he's he's good. He went to school for it. Yeah. It's like he gets it. You know, he has a business that he's trying to launch, you know, his own little startup. And, you know, there's some there's some benefits that I think we can both gain. He's someone that I'm talking to next week, not so that he can mentor me. But, you know, that's probably something I'll bring up. I'll say, hey, you know, I'll I'll consult you, you know, for X amount of time. You know, maybe if you can help me with a program uh, that I can do on my own. You know, something like that.
1: Yeah, you could definitely find ways where you can help each other.
0: But, it doesn't um, have to
1: be one-sided.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so I think, you know, like the, the challenge, find a coach, find a mentor.
1: Find some kind of help with your business.
0: Get, get some outside help.
1: Outside help.
0: Outside help. Like get out of the tunnel vision. Get someone else who can take that step back, look at it, give you some good feedback, like constructive and objective feedback mm-hmm. in the world that we're in you know, it's easy to have disagreements over a variety of things, but disagreements can be good or or just hearing hearing a different perspective is healthy. And whether you agree with it or not, it's something that can, you know, really pay off uh, for your business. So it, it's just something you have to be open to.
1: Yeah, I think it can make you feel refreshed. You can see your business through new eyes. You can get excited about a new direction to take.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I think that's I think that's easy peasy lemon squeezy. You think so? I think so. Yeah. So, Natalie. Uh, so is what a-
1: you're saying is I don't get any more cookies next week?
0: Nope. Not, e- <laughs> not, even, not even one cookie. Not even one cookie. <laughs> Natalie, with that said, where can people listen to this fine podcast? How can they find us?
1: Well, they can head to our website at doweeklypodcast.com. They can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We're at Podcast. Or they can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere they listen to the very best podcasts in the world.
0: That's a lot of places, except for Spotify.
1: <laughs> except for
0: Spotify. For the Do Weekly Podcast, I'm Alex Vasquez.
1: And I'm Natalie MacLeese.
0: And we're always reminding you. Keep it doable.
1: See you next week.
0: Okay. 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 Welcome to NPR. No. Here, <laughs> let, let, let's try this again.
1: One. <laughs> one, one
0: okay. Here we go.